Welcome back, fellas. Welcome back, you bunch of dickless losers. We are Tupa Talk 2.0. We are the real Tupa Podcast. Coming at you tonight, I've got my buddy John with me. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How's it, how's it going? Oh, you know, same shit, different day. Same shit, different day. Uh, just ready to get this ball rolling here. Um, most importantly, every week, do you have a glass of bourbon with you? Well, there's a story behind that tonight. Oh, so, this weekend was a uh, a two wedding weekend. So, wedding Saturday and a wedding Sunday, and all of my whiskey went missing over those two weddings. Mm, I don't think it went missing. Yeah. I think you know where it went. Yeah, well, you know it it disappeared. I saw some Snapchats. I can yeah. tell you where most of it went. It vanished. So I'm drinking a cold Heineken right now. Um, not the same as a nice glass of whiskey, but, uh, you know, we'll make it happen. Eh, you drink enough of them, it still gets the job done. Just a little bit. I don't know about you, man. I don't know about you, but I tell you what, I'm drinking on some Buffalo Trace. It's one of my favorites. Uh, and honestly, you know, I, I, I enjoy talking about the bourbon so much that I think maybe we should just quit this son of a bitch and start up a bourbon bourbon podcast you know i don't know maybe we could actually get some people to interact with us who yeah. knows i we get i think it's a solid idea we get sponsored we could get our own uh maybe get a couple of bottles of bourbon out of it i think that's a great idea that would be right i'm telling you you you, you would get to taste test shit you don't normally get to taste test <clears throat> i think that's a fantastic idea but Looks like we got ourselves a Tupa podcast to get out of the way here first. So, uh, why don't we do the standings and the scoreboard? Let's see what happened this past week. Um, I, for one, know that I'm ready to hear the results of the most important matchup of the week. Well, we'll, we'll save that one for last. Oh. Well, uh, we're not going to start with that one. We'll save it for last because uh, I'm sure we have hey, some things course. to discuss. So, uh, (laughs) let's start out first with uh, the newly named team here, which is Hawks team. He changed his damn name again. So, we are now the John Proctologists. Not really sure where that came from. Uh, Against the Tupa Usurpers. I think we all know who that is. Jamie Joyce. That score came out to be 128.9 over 108.4. And, uh, yeah, Jamie's team showed up. Mike Evans had a big game. Saquon had a big game. Uh, the proctologist just could not keep up that uh, last week. So, um, yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner, super usurpers. Yeah, he's he, that's a good week. 128 is a good, uh, damn good score in a non-PPR league. I mean, I don't, I don't have really much else to say about that other than Hawk is just – Hawk's got a good team. He just keeps on fucking losing, man. Yeah, I guess he went away from the great valuables because there was no value. No value. Zero value. Zero. But you know what? 108 beats probably 75% of the teams in the league this week. Just It's unfortunate that uh, Hawk, Hawk pretty much takes everybody's best effort. Yeah, I think he would have beat half the teams looking at this quick, at a quick Oh, run. yeah. But, well, yeah. it's unfortunate for Hawk. It, it's fortunate for the rest of us that we get to laugh at him, so... Suck it, Hawk. Oh, yeah. That's great. Next up, we have turn overload against I Am Captain Now. Looking at a 102.1 to 63.7. I Am Captain Now coming out on top. Casey Wall 
off a big game from James Conner. How about that? 21 points. Julian Edelman and Joe Mixon bringing up the, that team, too. Turd's team is just kind of floundering right now. 63.7. Uh, that, that's that's getting down there. He's, he's put up he's put up a lot of really shitty scores lately. I, I don't know what the hell is going on with Turd. Um, well, I do know what's going on with Turd. He sucks at fantasy football. Uh, he got lucky that one fucking time. So, I do know what's going on. He's terrible at this. Well, there you go. Analysis from Mookie. Next up, yep. we have the Candy Van versus Team 11. And Team 11 with a score of 122.4 to Candy Van's 102.9. Tevin Coleman had a big week. Cooper Cup, that guy was unstoppable this week. And Russell Wilson, who has been a top-tier quarterback the whole season. So, no surprise there. We've said Terry's team looks good, and it's just a matter of time before they start winning. So, uh, yep. Terry's of Nate. Yep. Terry was drinking them. <laughs> oh, yeah, drinking all the tears of Nate. If Nate, if Nate uh, goes down to a losing record here next week, he, I think he's going to have to change his name. The tears of Nate. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Terry's team has been good all along. It's just he's been he's been unfortunate. Uh He's got some good players. They haven't really produced. Uh, it looks like they are starting to produce. I think Tevin Coleman was a was either a waiver wire pickup or he had him stashed the whole year. I don't really know. But any running back you have in a Kyle Shanahan system has the chance of going absolutely apeshit. Uh, you just don't know which four of the running backs is going to be the one to do it that week. So, yeah, it looks uh, like good job, cool. Terry. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? I do want to clear something up as far as me uh, calling Terry out for the Team 11 thing. I don't really give a damn what you name your team, Terry. Uh, team 11 thing is it's meant to be a punishment, but apparently we don't take shit seriously around here. Uh, so you do what you want with it. I wasn't really calling you out, T-Bone. I was calling everybody else. Uh, everybody else in the league out for being a bunch of uh, slack-jawed dumbasses and not ever paying attention to jack shit. So thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that him renaming his team is what helped him get over the hump this week? Well, I don't know. I mean, he was only technical malfunction 11 for about, what, half of the first set of games on Sunday until I called everybody, you know, Jamie changed his name for him back to just playing all Team 11. He doesn't even get to be from Toronto anymore. Maybe it sparked him. I don't know. Sparked his team, you know. Not necessarily the name change, but just the controversy surrounding it. Maybe that was enough to put him over the edge. Maybe. I think he uh, had the discussion with the witch doctor, and uh, he lifted the curse a little bit this week. I hope so. Terry's a good guy. He deserves uh, he deserves more than what his team puts out for him. Yeah. Next up, we have I Got a Chubby versus Monday Morning Quarterbacks. I Got a Chubby with the victory, 102.9 over 94.9. And, of course, who would have thought the New England defense again with a 20-point game? Josh Allen with a big one at 17, and Michael Thomas doing Michael Thomas things. That New England defense, though, man, wow. Uh, Normally a defense scoring 20 points is shocking. For them not to score 20 points at this point is the shocking thing. So if they don't score 20 points, I will be fucking jaw on the floor. Just expect 20 points out of them, basically. They're ridiculous. That defense is stacked. It looks like... They usually put it on the shoulders of Tom Brady. This year, it sounds like the defense said, we got it. You take the rest. 
Exactly. I, I think New England's defense and uh, San Francisco's defense are going to be battling it out for whoever goes down in the history books as this year's best defense. Uh, I, I think I think San Francisco's defense is probably better from a talent standpoint and their overall ability to affect a game. But I think New England's defense is just better at a week-to-week game plan specific confuse the hell out of the other team. Yeah, uh, it doesn't hurt when I, you I have think such, they're better at that. It doesn't hurt when you have such an easy schedule either. And I agree with you. No, it, it doesn't. Niners, that, that front four they have, oh, my goodness. I mean, you it, just if you can get to the quarterback with four men – and then put everybody else out in coverage. Oh, you're you're gonna have a great defense. It's scary. Everybody plays well on that defense. And it's not just them. I mean, it's not just those front four guys. It it is literally everybody. They don't have a weak link. What do you, what do you think? The Bosa kid, the the Bosa rookie for defensive player of the year and rookie defensive player of the year. Uh, you know, the only player to ever win that in the same year was Lawrence Taylor. So that is some lofty goals. So if, if you could compare yourself in any way to Lawrence Taylor, you're doing damn good. I know one thing. He's better than his brother. Yeah, I agree with that. He definitely is that. He has definitely uh, helped that defense rise on up. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think we got one more team, one more game this week, don't we? I thought we were going to the standings next. No, there was definitely one other game. I'm I'm positive. Oh, there was, there was one other game left. Oh, okay. I, I must have missed it there. So next game here, we have uh, superheroes in training against Cobra Kai. The uh, the matchup of the century here, and Cobra Kai was victorious with a score of one ten point seven to eighty one. Uh, I don't even know what to say other than I hate the Cardinals running backs. I would like to shoot them all, and uh, <laughs> maybe I could just get one, and we can stop playing this game of who's going to get the ball. But, yeah, you had a great great game. Aaron Jones was a beast. He was a straight beast this week. Oh, yeah. Dude, he, I just I just found out I was reading earlier today. He actually leads the league in touchdowns. Never would have predicted that at the beginning of the year. Um, Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins finally scored in double digits during the same week. Uh, if they can keep that up, I think I'm pushing, uh, pushing to have a good team here for the, the playoff push here. I knew eventually that they would get their shit together. Uh, I was I was down on them for a long time. Maybe I should continue to be down on them because it seemed to have worked because I started talking mad shit about them and then they actually picked it up. So you guys fucking suck. Uh, I'm going to need more out of you. Thank you very much. But hail to the king. I whooped your ass this week, buddy. Yeah, you definitely did that. My team is kind of floundering right now, trying to figure out uh, what to do without the top pick Mahomes there. You know, great. Yeah, that Mahomes thing is a – killer uh, hopefully he comes back soon for you you'll have him for the playoffs i would assume as long as you make it well uh he's got uh this week i don't think he's gonna play and i think he's on a bye next week so uh he should be good to go after after that bye week um you just gotta you gotta hope that you can hang on for there's only three more weeks left in the regular season here so you, <laughs> you gotta hope you can pull out a win here i think you gotta win at least one of the next two weeks to make the playoffs maybe but maybe two out of three yeah i think you might be right my team's kind of floundering i'm, I'm struggling here trying to catch another view i mean you are still in second but that whole first through sixth thing 
our second through sixth thing is pretty close, I think. Speaking of which, let's go check that scoreboard and, and double check my facts there. Uh, I don't want to be a fact checking fuckwad, but let's go ahead and see what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, starting at the bottom of here, we have Team Eleven. No Toronto Team Eleven, just Team Eleven at two and six. Then we have I am Captain now at three and five. So looks like Casey has edged a victory on Terry. Will he keep that lead and avoid Team Eleven? Will Terry be a three peat? I don't know. Another thing, surprising ones here. We have Turd Overload at three and five, but I guess you called that when you said that uh, he sucks at fantasy football. So, no, I said that weeks ago. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. I, I don't know. I, I love you, Turd. You're hilarious. Uh, I think it took you something like four or five years of playing fantasy football for one of your teams to beat one of my teams. Uh, you finally did it. You finally got over that hump, and then you finally won the Tupa. Congratulations. I'm glad you have some sort of excitement in your life. Uh, but it, your team sucks. Just get get back down, down there where you belong. So next up, we have John Proctologist, uh, Kevin Hawkins here at three and five as well. So the great valuables and third, both at the bottom. Next up at four. Is he trying to say he wants to stick shit up your ass? I don't know. I'm kind of uh, – Wondering about that. Um, I'm not sure. I don't even know. Does he want to be your? I think he wants to be your butt doctor. Oh, well, I don't have one. You're welcome to put in a resume. Um, I don't think I'm going to go to the butt doctor for at least <laughs> ten years. But you can put in your application. <laughs> I'll check it out when it comes through. Oh God, we're <laughs> we're interviewing now, just in case. Just in case, uh, I have to see the size of your hands to figure out uh, whether you make the cut or not. Next up, we have Monday morning quarterbacks at 4-4, four and four, along with the Candyman at 4-4. Four and four. So they got the middle of the pack right there. Uh, that's 5-6. and six. Next up, uh, Mookie coming, coming on strong along with, uh, with Jamie Joyce, myself, and Brandon Bartz at five and three. Brandon Bartz is leading that pack at number one. I'm in two. Jamie's in three, and old Mookie there is in four. So what uh, a meteoric rise! Last I don't know what three weeks ago I was down there with Turd. Look at that! Look at yeah. that! I don't want to jinx myself. My team sucks. They're terrible. I need more out of them. I don't want to jinx myself. Let's not talk yeah. about how good I'm doing. Shut, shut up. Go on. You're yeah. on a two-game win streak. Uh, that is not compared to uh, Brandon Bartz's five-game win streak that he is on. So that I would say that's absurd, but it's really not because his team has just – they've gone bananas this year, man. Nick Chubb, what a, what a guy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out when, they, uh, when Kareem Hunt gets back. Is, uh, I agree. And, you know, the crazy thing to me is, is Baker Mayfield is just hot garbage. He's it terrible. Is. I was expecting bigger. How in the? I mean, Nick Chubb is the one bright spot on that team because Beckham. I mean, we all know he's talented, but you got to have somebody throwing you the ball. Jarvis Landry again, talented slot receiver. You got to have somebody throwing you the ball. Baker Mayfield. At the way that they're using the offense, so you got to get those players involved. You got to stop trying to go downfield when they can't keep Baker Mayfield upright. It is hard to hit those deep balls. Hit the slot guy, see more, many more crossing routes, slants, dump offs. They need to get, the, get them more involved. They are big play guys. 
Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, enough about the shithole Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah. We've discussed we've discussed the scoreboard. You got anything else to say about the scoreboard or the standings? No, uh, I'm hoping to hold on to two, and I'm sure that uh, old Bartz is happy to be at number one, and you're you're looking to move your way up. So we'll have to take a look. Oh yeah. Move on into the pick. Well, you know. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. I think based upon the way that uh, seven through ten at the bottom down there looks, I think the only team you really got to worry about maybe surpassing you is going to be. Um, going to be hawk just just because he, he does have a good team he just he takes it on the chin every week from everybody's strongest effort for some reason uh and i mean he takes it on the chin he takes everybody's nuts on his chin yeah well maybe all right so maybe he meant he took it up the butt with the proctologist thing i don't know maybe so but hey you know what john uh not to be repetitious here why don't we go ahead and shake things up a bit and uh, you give me the waiver wire uh, right now. Let's do the waiver wire. Let's shake it up a little bit. Let's do the waiver wire before we do the awards or, or the guest. Let, let, let's hear about the uh, last week's waiver wire pickups. Yeah, yeah. So let's start at number one here. We have uh, John Proctologist Kevin Hawkins picking up Adrian Peterson uh, and dropping the Broncos. Uh, I mean, all right. Good pickup. Uh, they have a good, they, I don't know if they have a favorable matchup this week against the Bills. But he's going to get the ball. So, uh, we'll see how he that should. He should get the ball. Chris uh, Chris Thompson is a little banged up. Uh, Wendell Smallwood is the only other back on the team right now other than him that's actually playing. Uh, Darius Geis is practicing this week, but he is not eligible to return from the pup list for another two weeks. So, get what you can out of Adrian Peterson now uh, before he is probably going to be relegated back to the bench because for some reason we're in love with uh, – the quasi-rookie Darius Geis, who's not really proven himself. So, good uh, good short-term pick up there, Hawk. Uh, don't think it's going to really benefit you this week because the Bills' defense is pretty stout. Yep, they uh, definitely have been winning with the defense. Definitely not on the offense. Next up at number two, we have uh, the Tupu Surfers, Jamie Joyce, picking up Jalen Samuels, the hometown guy for him, uh, and dropping Mike Nugent. I'm not sure what he's going to get out of Jalen Samuels. I know Connor was banged up. He hurt the shoulder. But uh, I'm thinking, and I think I heard, I could be wrong, that Connor will likely play this week. So, I'm not sure how that's going to work out for him. I don't know either. Um, it, again, that, that I think that's a rather insignificant pickup. Uh, even, if, even if Samuels is a starter, I don't think he goes off. Uh, one thing I was actually looking forward to when Connor got hurt, hate to see anybody get hurt. Uh, I, Samuels was already down. He didn't play this past week. Connor uh, hurt himself near the end of that game. Uh, and it actually, for a tiny moment in time, left the only healthy running back on the Pittsburgh Steelers offense was Trey Edmonds from Danville, Virginia. I, man, I was damn excited for about a day there to see him play. And then they go practice earlier this week. Tomlin says that Samuels is good to go. So maybe we'll still get to see Trey Evans in a backup role. He, they did activate him from the practice squad last week, I think. So hopefully we get to see him play. I want to see what he's got. I was really hoping he'd get his 15 minutes of fame, be able to shine, do something good, and, and maybe stick around on a team if he got to put some good uh, good game film out there. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. I, uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I just – just want to see a just want to see a hometown kid. And, you know, I know we already have two that play defense, but 
Uh, you know how much love offenses get these days. So it would be nice to see him talk about him because they, t- they sure as hell talk about David Wilson quite a bit when he was doing his thing up there in New York before he broke his neck in half. Yep, all those backflips. That's true. Next up at number three, we have turn overload. Picking up the Cowboys defense and dropping Mason Rudolph. Let's see, the Cowboys this week, they play the New York Giants. So looking for some uh, Daniel uh, Danny Dimes picks. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the only reason you play them. It is. You know how division games go. They're typically low scoring. Uh, it, it is atypical for them to be the high-scoring affairs or or even blowouts. They're usually very close games. Uh, but I think that Turd got his use out of Mason Rudolph, not to give away any spoilers for later. But uh, he picked him up. He got what he wanted from him, uh, and he moved on. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Next up, we have superheroes in training. Picking up Kenyon Drake and dropping Chase Edmonds. I'm just trading the Arizona backfield in hopes that David Johnson will one day come back and shine. Right? Like his <laughs> top 10 running back potential that he has had all year until he got hurt. So, that's what's Yeah, that's a rough one. That's just a rough one. I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes down, David Johnson down. That, that's a that's a I, tough one. Uh, Ace Edmonds last week, and uh, he went down. So, yeah, the whole yeah. backfield. And it doesn't help that they... Are you cursed? Yeah, maybe. It sounds like, and they play San Francisco this week. So, who even knows if hey. not? I mean, that defense is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Hey, you know, and one thing about the Cardinals I like is, they, I think they, I correct me if I'm wrong, back-checking fuckwads. I'm pretty sure they picked up Alfred Morris, my boy Alfred Morris, from the glory days of uh, RG3's time. So, I, I like Alfred Morris. He's a hell of a guy. Just from his time in D.C., you got to know him a little bit, or at least I got to know him a little bit. Not personally but you follow him on twitter that kind of stuff he's a really good dude glad for him he's getting to play a little bit more would like to see him be able to you know take on a big active role i think he's a good running back he's a solid guy he's never going to be spectacular but he can get the job done yeah he um they also picked up zach zenner the the carry the workload between the two was pretty pathetic i guess they <laughs> go out and get Kenyon drake so let's see what Drake can do against an awesome 49ers defense. Probably. Go for it, Kenyon Drake. We're, we're rooting for you, buddy. I'm glad you're out of Miami. Good job. <laughs> uh, and the number five waiver pickup this week is I am captain now picking up Christian Kirk and dropping Kenny Stills, who had a horrible game this past week. I like Christian Kirk pickup. I'm not sure if I like it this week. Again, it is the 49ers defense, but um, they play them twice in the next three weeks, I believe, is when they play the 49ers. So that's 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 not good. Need, needing a playoff push here. Well, not a playoff push. Needing a push to not be Team 11 here in the last three weeks of the season. Casey's going to need more than what Christian Kirk can offer. Maybe it's a desperation pick. Uh, but, you know, speaking of not good and not scoring good, Everybody on Casey's team does that. So, except for the last couple of weeks, for some reason he's gone crazy. That was the change. It was the team change. the The name change, I believe. I think uh, he is the captain now. That is that is evident. He is the captain now. He is that. So, uh, I get that's all I have for the waiver wire pickups this week. Um, what do you want to do, Mook? You want to you want to move on into the uh, into our guest this week or?
Wilkie's full. No, I got some awards to give out. We're actually going to still do those, surprisingly enough. Um, so, going to do the awards in a little bit of different format this week. We're going to go with a rapid-fire award. I'm going to give them all out at once, and me and John are going to discuss a little bit at the end there. So, first things first, the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Guess what? There's not one because everybody who lost this week deserved to lose because they fucking suck. Next. Fuck. Shaky start of the week. This was going to go to to Nate Dog for Corey Davis. Corey Davis was ranked in the 30th-somethings for uh, receivers. He actually has only scored in double digits twice this year. Uh, and as a matter of fact, he's only scored above five points twice this year. And he scored .9 this week. Congrats, Nate. You suck. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey, think but fly. Think. Next, uh, the no-shit Sherlock start of the week goes to Terry for Tevin Coleman. Uh, Tevin Coleman not really uh, blowing it up this year. He's only been back for a few weeks, but the few weeks he's been here, he's done really well. I think he's an obvious start at this point, and he scored 35.8. Good job, T-Bone. Sucks for you, though, because your team still sucks. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Next up, the Waiver Wire Warrior. You know, I wasn't even going to give this award out, John, but you talked me into it. You told me that Mason Rudolph was picked up by Turd Daniel, and he scored 16 points. So we're going to give this award. I, you know what? No, never mind. Fuck it. I'm not giving it out. I'm not giving it to you, Turd. Uh, you don't deserve it. Your team only scored 64 points. Uh, your team is terrible. You suck at life. You suck at fantasy football. I'm sorry I'm not giving you that award. I can't give you an award that is given out to a team that's supposed to be doing good and that did a good thing when your team sucks so fucking bad. John, you got anything you want to say about any of those awards? Yeah, Corey Davis, uh, pretty crappy. I agree with that. Uh, I think there was hope there because of Ryan Tannehill throwing the rock. But uh, obviously, Corey Davis still sucks no matter who's throwing him the damn ball. Next up, we have Tevin Coleman in the no-shit Sherlock. Here, um, yeah, he's been hurt, but he is the number one running back on a Kyle Shanahan offense. You mentioned that earlier. Give him the damn ball. Let him run free. He'll probably have another good week this week against the Arizona Cardinals. And Mason Rudolph, third, I think he should have gotten the damn award. He scored you a third of your points, but your team did suck balls. 63 points. Yeah, you still lost. Yeah, 63 points. <laughs> You lost. Uh, yeah, I mean, see, right. Yeah, how can we give out an award that's meant to be a positive award when you fucking lost? I think the only one that, that picked up somebody who was consequential to their team's result was Jamie, and I think Jamie picked up a kicker who scored him something like seven points. Uh, but he won by more than seven points, so it's not really a consequential pickup, and I'm not going to give that award out to somebody who picked up a kicker. Okay. I think you know our past comments about kickers. Yeah. Uh, so – that's it for the awards this week, fellas. Uh, hope they weren't too repetitious for you. Uh, not going to be as long-winded. Hopefully we kept your attention during that whole segment. All right, so uh, moving on, we're going to have a special guest coming up. Uh, nothing new there. The special guest this week uh, don't really have any facts prepared. Uh, so fact one is we have a special guest. Fact two is his name is Brian Boswell. And fact three is uh, John's going to ask him some questions. So, Brian, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys, I uh, appreciate you having me on the show, man. Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah, buddy. No problem. Yeah, I think we've pretty much got around to everybody we wanted to have. So it's a, it's been a full season. We've enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I mean, this is kind of like, you know, hey, you got to start somewhere and you'll save the best for last. So I'm cool with that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We knew you had lots of podcast experience, so we wanted to save the best for last. Well, and that and that's a good point, man. I'm a, I'm a podcast expert and, you know, sometimes you just got to bring the bring the heat at the end of the of the of the kind of round robin that you guys have been doing. So, man, I'm here. Right. We're, we're ready to podcast. We're going to we're going to knock this thing out of the park. Man, I'm ready to talk about all this crazy stuff we got going on in this league. How I'm going to whoop up on yeah, everybody yeah. by the end of the season. So, I mean, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready to talk about it, man. Let's go. What we got going oh, yeah. on? Crazy stuff, Brian. It's been wild this year, as you've seen on the Facebook page. You know, everybody's crazy involved. Uh, they're talking all <laughs> sorts of shit. Uh, it's been nuts. Yeah. You know, it's it's been crazy. I think this is our best season yet. Uh, not really. You guys fucking suck. Um so uh, I think John's got some questions for you, though. John, well, you got those things well, queued before, up, ready to go. Before we get to that, man, I, I just want to say, dude, we're all getting old as all get out, dude. I mean, there is just no doubt about it. When we don't have time to talk crap to one another, that just means that we're just we're stupid old at this point. We're all stupid old, and we can't get past that point. So that's where we're at. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel mean, it. When I, I, guess get, that's out of, when I get out of bed, I feel it, guys. And I mean, I know I'm probably one of the oldest in this group, and that's okay. But daggone, man, when you get out of bed and all you did was sleep just a slight bit funny, and you have a crick in your neck for three days after that, that's when you know you're getting old. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. I feel that, Brian. But that's, I mean, where damn, that's where we're at. It doesn't. It doesn't take much effort to fire up the Anchor app and send us a bullshit chat saying, you know, fuck my opponent this week. That guy sucks ass. I want to. You know, kick his team's ass, and yeah, and I'm glad I mean, you got dude, your quarterback. I'm, I'm just making excuses, but here's the bottom line, man. <laughs> we we have we we have lost some of the fun that we had too. So, and and it's not just it's not the the the, the crap talking that goes back and forth, but it's also just this idea that man, if you make a bet, you better stand up and do what is right. And I, you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm going to bring it back up again. Nipplegate. Okay, I think the precedent. I think the precedence was set on that. I think Nipplegate set the precedence there that you can you can skirt your responsibilities as a bet loser in this league. Yeah, and you know, and it's not I, right. I'm still it's ready. Not right. Cup of water. I just haven't seen him yet. Hey, we listen, haven't crossed paths. I, I got. I, I want to. If the co-commissioner and the commissioner are listening to this podcast, I'm I'm calling you guys out right now for allowing that to happen. You can't allow that kind of stuff to happen. We need to we need to tie him down and forcibly pierce those nipples. That's what I, I that's the only option that we got at this point. I mean, they forced Wasn't Harry to change his back? name back. I know. I mean, I mean how, that and that's weak sauce. You know what I mean? We got right. we, got to, we got to do better than that, man. We got to do better than that. We're the Tupa. We got to do better. Yeah, the team the team eleven is pretty pretty weak it is honestly it is that should be the starting point for the for for it and i mean we all we all love terry and we don't want to see him get beat up every year but man that's got you gotta have some sort of uh like you know motivation to go out and win some games man yeah yeah speaking of tradition john's got some got some questions for you i think so let's yeah let's hit it man what you got for me so uh first off the og5 Give me, yes, give me, give me, the, give me the background. Give me a little bit of the history on what the OG five is. Like, 
we have a bunch of new guys in the league who don't know what it is. Give us, give us the breakdown. What happened? How did it come to be? Well, I'll, I'll put it real simply, man. It all started with turds in a toilet. I mean, that's, that's where this whole league started from, is turds in the toilet. So we got together because guys were a member of other leagues where there couldn't be any trash talking. There couldn't be anything funny or obscene or anything kind of off the wall. And so, man, we all got together and said, hey, let's start our own league. Let's do something different. Let's be a little bit more out there. Let's be able to trash talk one another. And, you know, that's what we're kind of talking about here is we got to get back to our roots. You know, I'm glad we've kind of turned this thing to OG5 but because that kind of brings us back to the fact that, hey, man, we got to think about where we came from. Why did we why did we start this to begin with? Here we are getting ready to start our 10th year coming up. Man, we got We got to return to our roots. I like it. That, that I, I couldn't agree more. And, and Mookie, you know, me and you, man, we've had some we've had some 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 big clashes. You know what I mean? Like. Some, some monster games against each other. We've had all these different things, but we all get together, man, and, and we can see that and we respect one another. But when it comes down to trash talking, man, we got to we gotta get back to the roots of why we started this league to begin with. That's where I'm at. OG5. Oh, I'm with you. I came in this league talking shit. You know, yeah. I plan to go out of this league talking shit. So <laughs> I think we've got fun. I, I think I, I really thought that the podcast was going to be a way to evolve the shit talking. Hey. Uh, I know you're down on, on the whole thing right now, but I think this is a great thing. Um, I really do. Guys, you, you're doing a great job, man. I, I, I think there's going to be more, uh, what would you call it, participation as the season gets going a little bit. Because we're all, man, we're all in the thick of this thing right now. Between four and four, uh, five and three teams, you know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah. dude, we're all in the hunt of this, and all we got to do is get to the playoffs and, dude, anybody's got a shot at that point. Oh, yeah. Completely agree with you. I man. just – I I agree with you there, too. But, I mean, is it like are, – are we too nervous to talk shit to each other? Because you don't want it to backfire? Who gives a – who gives a damn? I talked more shit about Casey Wall this few weeks ago than anybody I've talked shit about all week. <laughs> or all year. And I still lost to his ass. And then we had him on the podcast the next week. Yeah. And I had to own up to it. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah, man, it's part of part of the game, dude. It's part of the game. I, exactly. And I, I, exactly. I respect you for that, man. So, so, in the first year of the Tupa, how the hell did y'all do that with five people? Man, it was it was it was really messed up. I'll be real honest with you. I I want to say that you had like two or three um, bye weeks in, in in the season because you only had five guys. And then when the, when the playoffs was there. Uh, there was, a, there was like four guys in the playoffs. So there was only one guy out, which was me the first year because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so it, it, was a, it, was kind of, it was kind of a messed up season. So, and, and I'm going to be honest, man, that first season, other than the fact that, hey, we had to start somewhere, you had to get the thing kicked off the ground. I don't, I don't think, man, I don't think that your name deserves to be on the trophy for the first season. You guys know who I'm talking about, Mr. I think I'm the only two-time winner of the Tupa, man. There ain't no two-time winners yet. Right. Exactly. You know, I was getting ready to bring that up. You know, John, I know you asked the questions around here, but I want to start asking a question of my own, and I wish I had asked it to everybody, so I might retroactively make a poll. Um, but I want to hear what everybody thinks. After hearing what that first season actually entailed, do we really think Hawk deserves to have his name on the trophy for that first year? Well, 
if it, if the nipples aren't pierced, I say we take the the name off, no doubt. I mean that that oh, that's there you go. I mean that that's got to be the first punishment right there. And I'd say you got to take the name off of there both times because hey man, if you ain't gonna follow by the rules, I mean you ain't gonna own up to your bets. I mean, what else do we have? Like I said, I think we could. I'm telling you what, don't let me get a hold of that trophy again. Don't let me get a hold of that trophy again. I will make executive decisions. (laughs) Commissioner, (laughs) co-commissioner, be damned. Yeah. I shit. I got a soldering iron here at the house. I'll light that thing up and scratch his ass off of that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I hear you, brother. Wow. That, That would really suck, though, that first year. To have had a bomb ass team, and they all blow up on your bye weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. You're sitting here watching uh, your team go off against nobody. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know it, what? And the thought just crossed my mind. Hawk talks about the honor, the dishonor, whatever of of the waiver wire. How dishonorable is that? Take pride in the fact that you won a five-man fantasy football league. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, It is what it is. Hey, Brian, I do have another question for you. Sure, man. The one, of course, that we've asked everybody, where do you fall on the PPR scale? Are you in or are you out? I'll be honest, guys. I I like the idea of PPR. But this league's been standard for so long. I mean, I just, you know, I hate to change it just because of, you know, something like that. I mean, if it was a real good, legitimate reason, like if we wanted to get rid of tight ends, which I am totally in favor of, <laughs> um, you know, I'd, I'd look at some changes. But just going to PPR, man, I, 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 it doesn't matter to me. If everybody's scoring under 100 and everybody's competitive, I think we got a fine league. You know, I mean, look, I look at our projections and what, what we're doing every week. And man, we're we got a really competitive league. I mean, aside from you know Terry, who for whatever reason uh, somehow manages to mess it up every year and end up in last place. I mean, everybody everybody competes. So I mean, I don't know that we need to change it if everybody's competing. You know what I mean? So you said do away with tight ends. What about kickers? Yeah, I'm not crazy about kickers either. I'm not crazy about defenses either, for that matter. And it's it it, and I don't like the fact that they're named defenses and special teams. And you don't really get a lot of special teams points. You know what I mean? There's not a lot that you're doing. You know, if you if you if the punter goes and coffin corners a a, a kick, what do you get for that? Nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what's the point of having it listed as defenses and special teams if you're not going to really get anything for it? So, I, I'm not a big fan of those type things because I just don't think it. I, I don't think the scoring works out in anybody's real favor there. It's just a guessing game. Yeah, to me, the special teams thing is confusing because on special teams you have a defensive side of special teams and you have an offensive side yeah, of special teams. Exactly. So you, you're you're only getting points for the offensive aspect mm-hmm. of special teams. If you have a punt returner, return a punt; kick returner, return a kick. You really only get points for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can get points for a blocked kick. I think you do get points for a blocked kick. Yeah. Uh, or a blocked kick return for a touchdown. But I don't know that but you most get – most of the time – if, if they get a hand on the punt, ball. I don't think you get points for that, do you? No, it has I'm to not be really a sure. block. I don't I know about that. They'd have to run it back for a score. They'd have to block it and literally pick it up and run it in for a score before you get a point for it, which is, to me, insane. Like I said, I'm just not a fan yeah. of it. I say we get rid of it. Well, you mean 
I, I, I can see where you're coming from, and I do respect your opinion about the PPR thing. As far as the tight end thing goes, I think that Jamie and Hawk like tight ends a little too much, especially each other's <laughs> tight end, uh, to want to get rid of those. So I think we'll have a hard time getting rid of that. Yeah, you're probably uh, right. I, yeah, you know, you know how they are. Yeah. I'm I'm going to leave that one alone. I think that speaks for itself. So for a blocked punt, you do get two points. Wow! Looking at look at the facts. He's he's fact checking us over here, Brian. Does it behind the scenes fact check? Because I I I want to say that earlier this season I had a blocked punt by Carolina, but it went forward. You know what I mean? It was blocked. Oh, it was tipped. Right. Oh, but the ball advanced forward. Yeah. So you don't get any points. That's for tough. That. I, how do you determine that? How do you determine that though? I guess Does the it has to be that as a blocked punt. I don't know. No, uh, I don't know. I guess if you net, I didn't get it. I didn't get I, any I, points I, for it. So you know what I mean. Like so, I, I don't assume that they they label it as a blocked punt in that case. You know what I mean? Guy got got right, his hand I would up. Think that, it barely went ten yards. Yeah. To me, that's a blocked punt. You know what I mean? A, a punt. You got to get that thing down. Well, the field. you still have the whole net punting yard thing. I think if you if you net positive yards then i don't think they can quote unquote consider it a blocked punt i guess but if that you seems net kind of negative messed up. yards yeah i agree but i mean a shank that goes one yard is still a punt <laughs> but if i mean that's somebody got a hand on it you know what i mean you should get a point right. for at least getting a hand yeah, on it there's a lot of there's a lot of gray areas going on with that defense and special teams yep. maybe we should maybe we should uh Change our focus here. Maybe our uh, maybe our focus on this year's topic, maybe next year's off-season topic, should be ridding ourselves of defenses. But you know, we are a traditionalist league. I think if we can't even start PPR, I think maybe I'm just fucking dreaming about getting rid of kickers at this point. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I, I think there's some changes that we could do to make it a little more exciting. Maybe do uh, a, a uh, super flex or uh you know make it two quarterback leagues or something like that if we want to change something up i'm oh. not i'm not necessarily thinking ppr is the answer for that to be honest with you i like the super flex that that opens it up to to any player i do mm-hmm. like that but i think we should all have a discussion about this as as a league we should all have a discussion at the at the end of the year before we start up next year and figure out Figure this out. Let's do something. Let's let's add a player or or add something. Yeah, add a wrinkle. Let's let's do something to to try to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, I'd be in favor of that. Well, we've added a few wrinkles in the league so far. Penis wrinkles, yeah. that is. Uh, <laughs> Casey Wolf, giant penis wrinkle. Uh, you know, <laughs> fuck it with you, Casey. Love you, buddy. Much love, Casey. We love you, boy. Uh, you got any other questions from hey, Ron? Can, can I say, can I just give a shout out yeah. to Casey, man? Those little videos he put up there with him talking with the big lips and the funny voice or whatever, I found that hilarious. Oh, so, um, just shout out great. to Casey Wall. I like last year's. I like last year's themed videos he made. The one where he talked shit about me and he was dressed up as Michael J. Fox from Back yeah, to the Future. Yeah, Not great. gonna lie, that was an inspiration for the Michael J. Fox Shaky Start of the Week. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was great. It was great. I enjoy I enjoyed the wrestling I theme mean, videos and the Godfather theme videos last year. Um, we have, we have, this year has just been I, kind of falling it, asleep. You're right, man. I'm I'm with you. It has. It really has. And you know, one thing I miss is now I 
I, and I don't even hate to say it. I miss penis talk. I miss Turton Hawk stupid talk. We didn't start the podcast as a means to destroy that. Uh, I enjoyed the rivalry we had going for a week and a half there. Yeah. It was good times. Yeah. I, I liked it. I'm sad it went away. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm waiting for the, the return, season two, whatever it's going to be called. Me too. Me too. Speaking of the returns, Mookie is back on top for the uh, weekly picks. Last week, John, I was four and one, and you went three and two. Uh, the big swing there was I picked myself because I'm not an asshole, and you did the same thing because you didn't want to be an asshole, but you lost. So suck it. Uh, overall standings, I think I'm now 17 and 15, or 17 and something, and you're 15 and 15. I know we're. I know you're right at 500, and I am two games above 500. So, still pretty close. Still got a lot of time to determine the winner of that bourbon. I'm just honestly looking forward to drinking the bourbon. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, me too. I don't even care. I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit who wins it because, like I said last week, I know that whoever wins it, we're just going to wind up splitting that bad boy. Uh, I will say that if I win it, I'm getting the last glass. You can suck it. Yeah, I can understand that. You got to get the first. The first glass and the last glass. Yeah. If you win it. You know? That's exactly right. Good. Brian, you want to hang out and do the picks with yeah, us? Yeah, man, let's do it. Good. All right, sweet. Let's get into this thing. So starting at the top here, we have superheroes in training versus I got a chubby. Uh, me against Brandon Bartz. Um, I want to let Mook pick this game first so I can figure out which way I'm going to go on this game. I got to make up some I, You know, hey. I'm not really even going to look a whole lot at this one. Uh, Bart's team has been pretty damn ridiculous so far. Not that yours hasn't, but, I mean, right now your best quarterback, I think, is Sam Darnold. <laughs> I don't know what else you've done uh, to shore up that position, but let me get the chubby. Uh, hate to say it, buddy. You are, you're you're going to be fighting to hang on to that second-place spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I completely agree with you on uh... – me fighting for that second place spot and uh, Sam Darnold. He does play Miami this week, and that was part of the reason why I picked him up last week and rode with him last week. Is he's got a great schedule coming up next two or three games. I'm hoping he pulls it out. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that's all that fantasy football is about, right? You roll the dice, you see what the hell happens. Um, maybe he'll pick it up and uh, be something worth a damn against Miami. I'm going with myself. Well, you know, good luck to you, buddy. Yeah, I know. Sam Darnold, my, when my hopes lie in Sam Darnold's hands, yeah, I, good luck to myself, too. <laughs> what you say, Brian? Man, I, I, I like your team. I think, you, I think you're going to do well. But, man, that Patriots defense is what killed me last week when playing against the chubby man. And, uh, dude, it, it killed everybody. It, it's that's been a, a beast to get around. I mean, I think you guys are pretty evenly matched, but you got the Vikings D going against Kansas City, and he's got the Patriots D. I mean, I just I, I got to give him the edge on this one, unless you're going to pick up somebody different on, on, on and run a D. I mean, I, I heard a stat the other day, and you guys can fact check me or whatever the hell you guys want to do, but it was like so. I think uh, you have the Buffalo Bills that are that are in the top five defenses, top 10, top five. But I think you have to triple their score for them to match the Patriots score. Mm. And that is just flat out ridiculous. Like, I don't even understand how that's a thing, how how that could be possible in the NFL of today. Yeah. 
They, they've been on an yeah, incredible it's... tear, man. It's just it, it's been amazing to watch. But man, it's like who's gonna who's gonna be able to get past them? I mean, who's gonna actually score on these guys? I don't know. I think something like that. I, I saw something on Sunday Night Football or whatever Monday Night, whatever they were playing, that they would actually have a winning record. I, I think they'd be just just one win above five hundred if they didn't even send the offense out at all this year. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. That's how good the defense has been. Yeah. They would have. They would still have a winning record. I think they'd be in second place in the division if the offense just never even took the field. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Next up, we have uh, Team 11 versus John Proctologist. And I'll uh, let... I'll pick this one. I'll start this one off. I think I'm going to go with uh, Team 11. Fuck it. I'm going to ride with him. Let's see what happens. He's he scored some points. I need to make up some ground. Come on, Terry. Let that uh, witch doctor uh, heal you from this curse. Man, let me get the proctologist. Um, I, I think that name has something to do with the witch hunt. John Proctor. Uh, whatever I, I'm gonna still go with he wants to be your butt Dr. John but let me get let me get the proctologist uh, Terry's luck this last few weeks is gonna run out yeah I'm probably gonna have to go with the proctologist too I'm just sitting here looking at this and I don't know that I've ever seen this before but literally every person on Terry's bench is on a bye week I don't know how you do that I mean, how, do, how does your entire bench get a bye the same week? And then he's got to find somebody to replace the Rams' defense because he's got them in the lineup right now, and they're on a bye week. So he's literally got more people on a bye week than he does players at this point that can play. So I don't know how – That's called careful planning. I don't know how you get to that point, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with uh, Hawkins on this one. Yeah, I probably should have looked at the, at the matchup here with the questionables, but uh, fuck it. Come on, Terry. <laughs> Make the moves, buddy. I need and you we've to seen the something. impossible happen, so I mean, it can happen. You gotta get back into this bourbon bet somehow. You gotta take a risk. Yeah, exactly. We're coming down to the end, of the, end of the end of the wire here. Yeah. That's why I'm not worried about it. Let's see how, how it goes. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the uh, Tupa Usurpers versus I Am Captain Now. Um, go ahead, go ahead, Brian. Let's see what you got. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the hot hand on this one. You got Jamie Joyce's team, who's been kind of uh, back on a little streak here, and he's got uh, I think some pretty good matchups. Got Barkley back, man. That's huge for his team. So I mean, that guy's been the the, the stable running back, and I just you know. Casey doesn't have that, you know what I mean? He's got some some good guys, but they're 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 spotty, so they they can go off one game and then kind of disappear the next game. So I, I'm going to go with uh, Jamie Joyce on this one. I agree with you, Brian. I'm going to I'm going to go with Casey here. Uh, I'm not sorry, I'm not going with Casey. He's cursed. Uh, going with Jamie on this one. Casey's had a few good weeks, but I think that run comes to an end. What do you think, John? Yeah. Um... Give me, give me Casey. I'm going out on a big, another wow. Win. Give me I Casey. Knew it. We're, oh man. Give me Casey. <laughs> he's either he's either going to win big or he's going to dig a hole so deep he can't get out of it. Hey, 
I'm telling you, that's exactly right, Brian. Because so far, out of three games, we have picked the opposite each time. Yeah. So this is either going to be John takes a commanding lead or he just buries himself. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to bury myself. I mean, look <laughs> at some of these these matchups. What the hell? Casey seems to win. Like, he, he's won. I mean, yeah. his team, Gardner has a good matchup this week. Connor's got a good matchup. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. Fuck it. I, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, and is uh, is Thielen still <laughs> out? Because he's got Diggs, and Diggs could go off for a major game. Yeah, I think. I think. KC. I think Thielen might be still out. I'm not sure. I think I saw a question on by his name earlier on uh, somebody's team. Yeah. And you, yeah. I mean, you could, you might get this one. I mean, it, it's definitely possible. Yeah, the team eleven one probably not so much, but <laughs> probably not that one. But you, you might get this one. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Monday morning quarterbacks against turn overload. Before we pick this game, so I'm guessing the Monday morning quarterbacks. I just want to hear from you. Is that for us here on the podcast because of the awards? Is that no, I, I mean, I mean, it's a nice thought, but actually, it was just more the the idea that, that you know, for the past however many years, you know, I've come on on there and said, "Hey guys, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that?" You know, in a, in a comment <laughs> on Facebook on a Monday. So I don't mind being. Brian was the original woulda coulda shoulda. Yeah, exactly. Brian was the originator of woulda coulda shoulda. So, hey, I'll I'll own that title, man. I ain't I ain't scared of it. So here we are, man. The Monday morning quarterbacks. I'll tell you guys on Monday how you screwed this whole thing up and picked Team Eleven or whatever you did there, John. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Brian. Who you got this week? Man, I, 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 I got to pick myself, man. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. I got Aaron Rodgers, man. I think he's going to go off and have a good game. Leonard Fournette, that's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Mark Ingram, that, that one makes me a little nervous going up against that New England defense. But, man, the rest of the team looks pretty solid. Um, I think Turd's got a, a pretty good shot this week. But he's got Lamar Jackson going up against New England. There's going to be some pick sixes involved in that. I mean, that's oh, just yeah. going to be a nasty game. So, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers just going against uh, the Chargers, man, I think I got a, a, a good plus matchup there, and that's a uh, that should be a pretty good scoring event. So, that's what I'm going with, guys. Picking myself. Picking himself. He's not going to be an asshole. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of assholes, I tell you what, uh, Turd's team is just what what is going on i mean I, I don't get it look they're projected to do 85 but right now the projections are only taking account for eight players <laughs> uh even if he had another one in he might be projected for 95 i think that is wishful thinking uh church team is hot garbage i don't think they score above 70 again this week let me get the monday morning quarterbacks and if i'm wrong you can tell me how i'm wrong next monday brian yeah no doubt <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at this. Man, if Matt Ryan was playing, I think I might swing that way. I think Jamal Williams might actually get the start. I think that um, Aaron Jones is listed as questionable right now. Uh, I would like to take Turd over over you, but I, I don't see him being able to climb that mountain. Uh, the meat mountain he wants climbed, <laughs> I don't think he can do it again. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Brian on this one, too. 
I hope that shows you how bad you suck, Kevin Daniel. I hope you're listening. And when you're listening, just know that John picked the opposite of me until we got to you. <laughs> he didn't even have enough faith to keep that going because you suck so bad. I hope your dog gets run over. You suck. <laughs> the end. Period. Dot. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we had the last game of the week here. We have Cobra Kai versus the Candy Van. This is a real swing game here for you, Mook. And Nate, I mean, five and three and four and four. I mean, if uh, I got to let you pick your own game first. But, man, it really is a swing game. This one's going to determine my fate. I think you are absolutely right. A win here, and I'm not going to say I'm a lock for the playoffs, but a win here, and I think I'm a solid 60-40 for the playoffs. (laughs) So, uh God, I'm hoping I win. I, I need it. I need it bad. Uh, I'm going to pick myself because I'm not going to be an asshole. Uh, Aaron Jones leading the league in touchdowns. He's been questionable all week. He was limited in practice today. So hopefully he gets into the hyperbaric chamber or whatever the hell T.O. used to use back in the day. Heals his ass up real quick. Uh, need a big game out of Josh Jacobs. He's been picking it up lately. So hopefully everybody comes on strong. Maybe Tom Brady will look like the Tom Brady of old. Picking myself. You're not a bad dude, Nate. We've had some epic battles over the years. Uh, but I need you to take an L this week, buddy. Take mm. one for the team. <laughs> My team, not yours. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this one, I, I think I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Nate. I don't think uh, D-Hop. Uh, you don't have Julio Jones this week. You're playing Muhammad Sanu. Um yeah, I don't see him being very productive. And Marvin Jones, uh, maybe this week he'll score four. Maybe he'll only get one catch. I don't know. Flip the coin. Josh Jacobs, uh, I don't think he did too well against Detroit the last time they played. Or did they play last time? I swear I thought they played before. Um, no, they're in different conferences. No, they didn't. They, they haven't played before. For some reason, I thought they, they had already played. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, Josh Jacobs, yeah, they give it to him. But I look over here at Nate's team. You got Matt Stafford against Oakland. He's going to have a big game. You got CMC. He he has a big game against everybody. Marlon Mack, uh, maybe. I don't know. Except San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah, except San Francisco. Uh, Yeah, they come down with Melvin Gordon. Uh, They fired their OC this week. So I'm wondering how that's going to affect Melvin Gordon's touches. Um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Nate. Oh, uh, once again, I hope Turd's listening. Just I hope just to, listening. just to correct you there, McCaffrey still scored like 23 points versus San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that shows you how much. I yeah, he he was the game. only one that did that anything in that game. And just and just to put that this out there. Uh, I'm 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 still trying to find out how you take out charges against that San Francisco defense for what they did to our offensive line last week. But those guys straight out murdered. murdered. Yeah, I mean it it was it was nasty. So I mean I feel sorry for anybody taking you know going up against the 49ers after what they did to the Panthers last week because I don't think the Panthers have a bad team. I just think the 49ers are, are that much better than they are. So yeah, they are definitely the clear favorite. Uh, I think out of the NFC right now. Yeah, no doubt. Well, 
Yeah. So who you got on that last matchup, Brian? Who, who do you think is going to win that? Man, matchup? this is a tough one, and I, I have a feeling, just judging by the questionables and then looking at the offsetting matchups, because he's got Stafford playing and you've got Marvin Jones, so even if both of those guys go off, you guys are kind of offsetting each other there. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll go with. I'll go with Mookie on this one. I like Aaron Jones, man. I, I just. I think that's gonna be a, a good matchup. And if Josh Jacobs plays, I think that'll be a good matchup for him. So I don't know. I. I. I think this one's gonna be a tight game, and I don't know that it's gonna get up to the projections. I think it's probably gonna be more like an 80, 85 game uh, for you guys. But I, I'll have to go with Mookie on this one. I don't know. I think Nate will score in the in the hundred between a hundred and a hundred and ten this week on that one. Yeah, that's a pretty good projection there, bro. Yeah, I I think he I think he's gonna have a big week. All right, kiss my ass, John. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, that's gonna be it. That's gonna be it for the picks this week. Uh, that's gonna be it all together, actually. Uh, Brian, it's been been great having you with us. Hey guys, appreciate uh, it. Hope man. you enjoyed it. We enjoyed having you. No, no problem. We enjoyed having you. It's been been good, John. You got anything? Any last comments for Brian before we let him let him go here? No, it's always fun sitting down and having a football conversation with Brian. Really, any conversation. Stand up guy. Always fun to, to trash talk and, and to just uh, shoot shit with. So. Yeah, guys. Uh, I, hey, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the hard work you guys put in on this show. I mean, it's it's excellent, man. You guys keep it up. Thanks for having me. All right. Hey, we appreciate that, Brian. Appreciate it, man. Have a good yep. one. Thanks, guys. But um, that's it for the – no problem, buddy. That's it for the picks this week, John. Uh, and, you know, on a, on a more somber note, uh, not to be anticlimactic or anything, but uh, that's going to be the last time we do the picks. It's going to be the last time we do the picks this week or this year. Uh, and, you know, this is going to be the last sign-off for us, guys. This is it. Uh, the – Tuba Talk 2.0 is riding off into the sunset. That's going to be the last episode from us. Uh, John, you got anything before we sign off the air for the final time? This, this is going to be it. Yeah, just uh, and I love doing a damn podcast. Shame that people aren't involved. Uh, I guess we were too repetitious. So, uh, fuck you guys. I'm out. Yep, repetitious, overzealous, long-winded, couldn't keep their attention. It is what it is, man. I enjoy doing with you, buddy. I alluded to it earlier. I think we should switch it up. Maybe we'll do a bourbon podcast. We'll just we'll just get drunk and do a podcast every week. Who gives a shit? Maybe people will listen. Sounds good to me. All right, brother. Well, that is it from us from Tupa Talk 2.0. Signing off for the last time. Peace out. Peace out.